another episode of Mixed Opinions. It's your girl, Tara Joan. And on this episode, I am here with three lovely, beautiful ladies. And we are going to talk about some beauty standards and double standards. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, guys. I'm Sydney. I'm 22 years old and I identify as an African-American woman. Hi, I'm Kaivalya. I am 23 years old and I am um, Indian. Hi, um, my name is Rebecca. Uh, I am 22 years old and um, I'm, I guess, the mutt of the group. I mean, my mom is Peruvian and it's Italian and then my dad is pretty much just like Polish but yeah my mom is where I um have a little bit of just like difference I guess in my ethnicity um but for the most part I consider myself white passing so I don't know that'll I guess be interesting for um the conversation yeah all right so we'll get right into our first question so when you guys think of beauty standards what comes to mind for you guys I'll start with mine um growing up usually well now I'll just say present day I think of like the Kardashians and the Instagram models no cellulite really because face tuned up long hair and light eyes that's what I think of yeah Definitely curvy was like going to be my first thing, I guess. Like you got to have the hourglass shape and the Kardashians, I think like contribute to that a lot. I think they're like trendsetters, at least with today's beauty standards, for sure. I think culturally speaking, from my perspective, colorism is pretty big in um, like East Asian slash like South Asian cultures. So like the wider that you are, it's like just perceived as just more beautiful. And there's like bleaching products that are people still use to this day. Um, So growing up in that environment and then like coming to America and then like also seeing like the whitest and white people, I really did like perceive them as beautiful because it was just so instilled upon me that like white fair skin is what, that's the beauty standard. Yeah, I like definitely agree with that, at least with, um, of course, not personally, as far as like anything I've experienced, but whether it's my friends, but then also like a lot of talk like on Twitter, I'll see like, whether we're talking about like casting for like movies or TV shows or just representation, like, yeah, I think that there's a huge problem with that, like where if you're darker skinned, you are way less likely to you know, be like the lead role, like in a movie or like the girl that's chased or like, you know, things like that. Like, yeah, I think that even in like music videos and stuff, you know, or like, um, like women, like in the industry. Yeah. I completely agree. Like where that's like a standard, I think that's like held here as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think colorism is huge in a lot, like all of our communities, I would say lighter is looked at as better. I think slowly we're trying to make changes into a more diverse looking society and mainstream media, but it's really slow. And we see like the same, let's say five actors playing the same roles of a darker skinned lady or man. And it's like not fair. Also, even when we talk about beauty standards and like hair care, a lot of like curly patterns or wavy textures, it's not like um, we're seeing a lot of things catered to that texture. It's just a a lot of different things. And that goes back to like a beauty standard of having long hair. Everybody wants long hair and it's nice and all, but what about the little girls who have the shorter hair? Who do they see in mainstream media? And it's like nobody 
is there to represent them I think what like um not angers me but like kind of hits like a weird nerve for me is just like all of us like grew up with like being white it's just better that's where you want to be and then but for like white people it's they want to be dark they want to tan and it's kind of crazy I mean the back in the day I understand like what was it like people working out in the fields just naturally had a darker complexion because you're out in the sun you know working and people like aristocrats the rich people they were paler and that was just viewed as better because you're rich and you can afford to not be out in the sun but then I think it was Coco Chanel that like was on a yacht and like that changed that was like when it changed being like tan was the ideal because you were so rich that you had time to do nothing and you could just lay out in the sun so it's it's crazy that it flip-flopped for them but the ideal for people of color has always stayed the same but I don't know why because it's it's the same why isn't the same mentality applied to people of color yeah when I me and Rebecca we both went to the same high school so she knew me during my whole whitewashing phase and I like tan very easily I get like very freckly like I just get very dark um so I would literally run from the sun I'd be like oh my god no like everyone's gonna really go in on me now about being black if I look darker and I would like try to damage like my curls because if my curls were healthy like I wanted my curls long but the healthier they would get the more shrinkage I would get so it was like lose lose for me so I would just damage my hair straighten it all the time all the time and god forbid my little kinky curls would show oh my god everyone's going like oh the naps the naps and I also hate that naps are negative like with beauty standards like when you hear nappy I never think positive because it's always been like negative whenever someone would say you have nappy hair. So that's like something that I hate. Like, it's just, I guess I try to say like, oh, my kinky hair, I guess sounds better. But sometimes I'm just like, oh shit, like my naps are getting nappy. Like, but I don't (laughs) think about it. But then when other people hear it's like, yeah, honestly, your hair is nappy. And then I'm like, well, damn, it's negative. Like I'm trying to make it positive, but it's always just seen so negatively. I just don't like that. I also think, go, 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 go. (laughs) I think that now um, we're moving towards a more natural movement. However, I think we're more so looking at girls with a looser curl texture, not so much a kinkier curl. So it's like, it's nice to see a natural movement and girls are starting to embrace their curls and it's nice. But then it's like, okay, we like her curls. We don't like your curls. So don't you don't wear your hair natural. Like you need to straighten your hair, but she can wear hers curlier because it's a looser curl. It's longer. It's still better because it's longer or less shrinkage. So it's always going to be that thing. People are going to have something negative to say. So now I, I actually look up to people that wear their natural hair because obviously my, my hair is straightened. Um, I'm not there yet. I think more products that I need to find more products that fit me which is so hard to do because I do have curlier hair but I think slowly but surely people are like with the movement going towards a more natural state. Yeah. Do you want to say what you 
Yeah, no, actually, like to piggyback, um, to piggyback off of what Sydney said, like, um, there definitely is like this whole natural, like just movement going on, like in the beauty industry, at least regarding hair. But I totally see like that other side of the coin with myself because I have curly hair. I mean, in high school too, I would do the same thing as Tara. Like I would just want my hair straight. And I think that's, I think you always want what you like don't have like at yeah. some point, but then like 100%, like I'm on that, the side of the spectrum where like, I could wake up and if I didn't want to put product in my hair, I didn't want to diffuse my hair. Like my curls would still be acceptable or presentable, like to go out. But then you don't think about as like the more textured, like your curls are. And like, if we're talking about like 4C hair or like, I don't want to say nappy because I don't think, yeah, like that's what I was going to say with you. Like you can call your hair nappy all you want, Tara, but like for someone to think, cause you said it about yourself that that's like permission for them to do it. I'm like, that's like, a totally different discussion too um but yeah like I think you know like we need to recognize like not all curls look the same like you can't have someone with like 4c textured hair like have the same curls as I do like I just think yeah I like how the conversation's opening up and you do see a lot more women like just embracing their natural hair and I think it's just by representation and also like the girl maybe passing you on the street, like she's just like, oh, like, you know, maybe like I'll do that. Like I'll let my curls breathe a little bit and I'll just like take them for what they are. But yeah, that there's definitely like two sides to that coin for sure. I definitely cannot relate in terms of curly hair because I have pin straight hair like just naturally. But from the perspective of like like Asia, our hair is just so boring in my opinion like uh it's just all black like straight for the most part it's very rare that you find like you sometimes um the indian subcontinent india has like a lot of different kinds of hair types like even of like um like when you get to south india there's a lot of um i don't know what the name is like three i think it's like three b maybe like the curlier hair for like when you reach like the Tamil Nadu area of India um but for the most part like I always struggled with how boring it like I felt it was and like how everyone kind of had the same kind of hair and I really wanted to dye my hair not necessarily like because I wanted to dye it but like I wanted it to look like not my own because I thought like having different colored hair or like not even just like a blank color. I hated it. <clears throat> and um, I'm also jealous of your, all your curly hairs because <laughs> it's so much more interesting than mine. But every morning I do literally nothing to my hair and this is what it looks like. So I'm very grateful for that too. Um, but I think uh, just like looking at like blonde people's hair, I was just like, wow. Or like brown or orange or whatever I was always so jealous that like my hair didn't look like that um and I did and I think a part of every like like personal colors like experience like it's it's kind of like internalized racism and I didn't realize that until like I got out of that phase of my like not necessarily hating myself but like wanting to not represent my culture or like not wanting to not fit into my own culture because as kids I think we're just so mean to like individualism and 
really until college, I really didn't like appreciate how awesome it is to be a part of a different culture and how awesome it is to have different roots and not just be like American, if that makes sense. Yeah, I have to think, oh, now I got to dive deep into myself afterwards. That's something I need to look into. But Sydney, you wanted to say something? I definitely agree. I think that college has um, definitely shown different groups like getting together. I see a lot more um, like ASA. We had SUBA, like a lot of groups that were geared towards cultural, um, I wouldn't say cohesion, but just being together with people of the same culture as you. And then you guys can embrace each other and learn from each other. And I think even at UAlbany, we had um, like Enlightened Care and we had the other organization that has to do with curly hair. Embrace Thy Curl, couldn't get it. But just like having organizations like that, that kind of embrace you, yourself, how you look is very beneficial. But back to um, beauty standards, I think it's nice that we're having our whole curly movement, but we also have to think about professionalism. And my friend um, was at work and she had a big, I wouldn't say Afro, but her hair was in a natural state. It was not um, like a blown out look. So her curls are blown out, not all the way straightened, but it was still big. And she had told me that her mother said that that's not professional. You have to straighten your hair. And it's like, we can do all these shards to make ourselves feel more comfortable in our skin, but how is society and our professionalism going to be affected by it too? So I know we have like laws now where guys can wear dreads or something else to work, but it's like, well, I get hired if my hair is straight or curly versus curly. If somebody else walks in behind me with straight hair, but we have the same credentials, how are they gonna view me versus that person just based off of my hair or my presentation? So it's like, it's nice, but as our beauty standards are changing, I think our professionalism, and I'm putting that in air quotes because I don't think it's professional or not by how you dress or your hair. You mean, you mean the corporate culture? Basically, yes. So I think that is still not going to change. I think it's very much one look, straight hair, put it back in a bun if necessary. And then girls wear your dresses and look professional, minimal makeup, but it's always going to be natural versus that look that they want that can stop people from getting jobs I think yeah when I had my internship in London I was like you know what like I always would strain my hair for work or yeah I always was straining my hair for work no matter where I went and I was like you know what like I'm not doing it this time like I want it to be more common at workplaces especially I don't know like what it's like over there I truly don't like remember that everyone was like basically white that I worked with and I was like I'm not straightening my hair because like this is the hair that's grown out of my head like what if I didn't own a straightener or could afford it so I would I didn't straighten my hair the entire time because I was like no I want to make this like the new norm like I think I strained it like the last day when I was about to go back to America, but I was like, nope, like I need to get over that myself. So I'm going to always wear my hair curly. And you were going to do say something, Rebecca. Um, yeah, no. So I think that um, what Sydney was saying, like, is what I was trying to say or like almost saying where if I chose like myself personally, like if I had a job interview and let's say I woke up late, I could still kind of do something with my curls and it would still be deemed quote unquote professional. But then 
yeah, like even though, um, like Sydney also said, like there are laws that have been in place, like whether it's dreads or braids, I'm not sure of the specifics, like that's only referring to when you already are hired for the job. Like, so if we're still talking about during the hiring process and when based off first impression, like the fact that any style other than straight. And when we're talking about black hair, like it's protective styles. Like, I think that's what people forget though, too. Like you can't always continually straighten your hair. Like you were saying in high school, Ty, like just the heat damage that like you got from like having to straighten it all the time and just not letting it breathe. Like, yeah, like it's not as like simple, you know, like you can't, if you have certain textured hair, like you can't just roll out of bed and like tie it back and it'll be okay like yeah it's like extra steps and I think that is still something that 100% exists like where just you're looked at differently you're looked at maybe less qualified for the job or the position like over something just like that so yeah like even though we have laws that are in place for again places of, that you already work at and preventing that bias like it's still a matter of you know, when you walk into the interview room, like you shouldn't have to think about that. Like you should just be thinking about like, I'm good for this job. What are they going to like about me as far as what I bring to the table professionally and your intelligence and your education wise versus like someone having to be like, oh my God, like, I hope they like my hair. Like, you know, when you put it like that, it's just sad that I think, you know, there are certain women out there and men like that need to think about that. Like, you know, they could be in a suit and they can be in a dress, but then like your hair, like because you have a curl out of place or just you have a protective style and because it's not straight, like it affects the outcome like of your job. Like, yeah, that's, I think that is still present hundred percent. Like I was going to say, I mean, I think we should be giving, like, I think the corporate world does deserve a little bit more credit because there it has there has been a lot of changes it really just depends on the industry personally I work in tech um and startups like a a lot of uh the newer companies a lot of the bigger organizations are like big on like inclusivity diversity and etc um where it kind of lacks is your small businesses like in where you really see it it's like your local town businesses if they're run by like older people with like older ideals like that's when you see that but um also different industries right right um working in healthcare working in food service working in retail like those they all have different expectations on how you're supposed to look and like how presentable you are but um I do think there's been a change in terms of how you're dressing because a lot of companies nowadays don't even require you to be in a suit or be in a like a a blazer or a dress it's like casual you know unless you really need to dress up you don't really have to so I think in the past 10 years or it's really been like strides towards like inclusivity and diversity even when it comes to hair but what you can't control is implicit bias right it's you can have all these policies you can have um diversity and like you can have all these statements but if you're not hiring people like when organizations don't hire people based on like you okay hold on let me rephrase this I think people companies need to hire 
talent based on the kind of person that they are. And that needs to be the focus because sure, you can do X, Y, and Z, but are you a shitty person? I don't know if I can say you shit. curse. Yeah, you curse. <laughs> okay. Um, if like, if, are you like, are, are, can you work in a team? Like, can you do X, Y, and Z? And then once you start like hiring people for their ideals and their morals and not necessarily like completely forgot about their skill set, but like have that be a part of the hiring process like I think that's when like slowly things will change because an organization is their people like that's what it is like if you can do whatever you want but what your key asset is your people and how you treat your people how you hire your people the diversity in your people it's literally proven with studies that having a diverse like cultural culturally diverse background and like um, gender, like um, uh, in terms of like sexuality too, like having that diversity directly correlates with the success of an organization just because different perspectives, if you have one problem and you have like 15 people that think the same way, you're going to have one solution, but you have 15 people that think completely different, it's just going to be more beneficial to the organization. So as soon as more and more people start to realize that and more and more people start to hire people based on their values and their like culture and their just general vibe like I think um it will change I was just basically trying to say like it change change always happens slowly um but it's not there yet but I do think there's been a significant change in terms of like diversity hiring and not caring about like essentially like what you look like but I'm also saying that it really depends on the industry and the the field yeah I think it is definitely getting better but I want to ask another question to do with um beauty standards we mentioned like the uh, Kardashians and the Kirvinists so I want to kind of talk about body image I'm like shocked we talked about hair because the last time we, we didn't in my other group. So love that for us. But <laughs> but when you guys think of like body image, like I know social media is like a big influence on that. Do you feel like things are changing? Because, you know, like on social media, you kind of see like rooms like, oh, embrace your stretch marks or do this and that. But then you also see like, a shit ton of face tune and everybody's using these filters that make your face or your cheekbone higher and adds freckles when you don't have freckles and your eyes bigger it's kind of like very contradictory so how do you guys feel about body image in america i want to say oh rebecca you go <laughs> yeah 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 um no so i think this is a big um at least for me this has always been a big thing because i've never been like super skinny but I've never been like categorized as like overweight you know like I've just been like in between and kind of like a floater and I do think it's kind of to each their own as far as you know that journey you have to go through yourself and just being happy with like the body that you have but as far as that contradictory you were saying like and seeing people on social media like that does make that journey so much harder because I mean, just thinking about one, like how in the nineties, like no one wanted a big, like it was all natural. Nobody wanted like the big butt, nobody wanted the big boobs. And then like now, like you see how like 
society changes and what society likes changes so fast. But um, I don't know. I think like body image is like so important. And I feel I'm always like, oh, body positivity and like just find a way to be happy with yourself. And I feel like now people mistaken that for like encouraging unhealthy lifestyles. And I hate that those things are equated, you know, like just because you see a person who is overweight or, you know, like not fit, like, I don't even, I want to be like careful with my words. Cause the last thing I want to do is like insult someone. But when you see someone who's happy and let's say they don't follow your ideal body image for yourself, or for instance, men like the kind of woman they would like to be with, they feel like they need to tell this person like, oh, like you should go on a diet or you should go to the gym or you should work out. Like when in reality, like healthy does not equal skinny, like healthy does not equal, like you have like people who from the looks like they are skinny, they're like a size two, a size four, but then they could be eating like nothing but fast food they could be eating nothing but unhealthy things and then you have someone who's maybe like a size 12 14 16 like where they actually like work out regularly and they eat healthily and like they're do they're having like you know they're being healthy in there but just because they don't follow that like template or go-to stereotype of like what a woman's body should look like especially today like it's seen as like an unhealthy lifestyle like I just think it's another double-sided coin like when I say to each their own I mean everyone has their idea of what deems like someone to be fit or not but I don't know I'm like so here for the body positivity movement and I like don't like when people think that when someone's sharing their happiness with their body that it's permission for them to like give notes on it or anything like the whole movement is just the fact that or the whole idea of body positivity and accepting body image is just that it's different for every person and like this person's just happy like with where they're at right now and it doesn't exactly have to fit your likings or your standard like even in fashion in the industry like just talking about like Rihanna and like Savage X and like her incorporating not just like plus size models, but then she also had models that like were, um, that were disabled. She had like gay, she had trans people. Like, I think that's like a beautiful thing. Like, I think it's like opening it, like it up just in terms of, yeah, like oversized and skinny people like exist. Like you have people who are overweight and you have people that are skinny. Like, it doesn't mean that one of them should be represented more than the other. Yeah. I have so much to say on this topic. It's kind of unreal. Um, First things first, I've kind of always struggled with my body, like pretty much my entire life, because I've always been stick skinny, like tried so hard to gain weight, never really happened. It's just like a genetic thing. No matter what I eat, like I just can't gain weight. And um, in seventh grade, um, people like assumed that I was anorexic and there was this one video that we watched in health class and um it it really talked about like eating disorders and this this girl was like she had she was anorexic and like I saw that video and I'm like do people like really think that I look like that and it scared like the living shit out of me um and then like I went on this whole like binge eating rampage and um, didn't get any weight, but I ended up with high cholesterol. 
Um, and I think that's one thing that women have to realize is that like your body is your body and it will not operate on anybody else's like diets or whatever. Like your body will completely, like, what my body does with food is completely different than like what your body does with food. And you can't follow every exercise that's out there to lose weight because chances are it's not going to work for you. You can't like do any diets to gain weight or lose weight. Chances are like it won't work for you. And I think the biggest thing is doing it for yourself and not for other people, not for other men's approval, not for your family's approval, not for your friend's approval, like doing it for yourself and understanding that you are trying to get, make yourself better. If you are trying to be skinny or you're trying to gain weight or trying to be muscular, do it for yourself. And that's, I think the, the mentally healthy way to do it. Um, also the female ideal body type is in my opinion, impossible to achieve, impossible to achieve what Kim Kardashian looks like impossible to see. Like all of those bodies are so it, it, it frustrates me when I'm huge on, if you want to get plastic surgery, go for it. Like, don't let anybody, I won't stop you do it, but it really irks me when like celebrities get all these expensive ass procedures and they're like, have this fit tea. You're going to lose 50 pounds if you do this and you're going to have my ass. Like, no, you didn't. You got fucking plastic surgery. Just fucking admit it. And like, that's okay. And that's like, that's completely all right. Like if you want to do something to your body to make you feel better about yourself, go for it, but don't lie about it. Don't make these little kids think that like, it's it, it, like having a tiny ass waist and this fat ass is like normal. Fuck that. Like that's, that's like, what's so fucking toxic. It's just like, it's impossible to achieve it. And like, yes, I am skinny, but I am, I have, I, I literally, there's a, there's a website called pepper bras that are made for tiny titty people. And I put my, my measurements on there. They don't even make sizes for titties, my small, like as small as mine, which is, was really upsetting yesterday, but like, it, it's okay. Like, it's all right. Like I have, like being small means like you have to be proportional. Like if you're big, you're going to have big boobs. If you're small, you're going to have like tiny boobs. Like that's just how like science not science, like, that's just how bodies work. And that's completely okay. And like, I have a flat ass, I can go to the gym, and, like, may maybe like get like a fatter, but who am I doing that for? Like, I don't care if I have a fat ass, like, if I'm doing it, I'll be doing it for some potential, like, dude, oh, my least favorite thing about me is that I'm attracted to men, I hate it. Um, <laughs> but um, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just hate it. And like, women, hormones, man, like hormones, fuck up women's weight, like, whether that's increasing weight or losing weight, or um, it's like, it's just impossible. Like women have so many thyroid problems that it makes it impossible to like do some things. And like, sometimes men have the audacity to just be like, go to the gym and like do whatever. No, like my hormones, like my body literally will not let me lose weight. Like you don't understand. Or like they will work like a, a, a week in the gym and then lose a ton of weight. Like it's just not how it works for women and like women like bodies and then another thing that really pisses me off sorry I'm just fucking ranting right now no, go off <laughs> another thing that really fucking pisses me off is when like men say they like natural bodies like they love like a woman like all natural and half of the people that they fucking follow and like on Instagram 
are plastic surgery bitches. Tell me, you want it natural, but you're looking at these girls that are like all plastic and you you're like, oh, I can't get plastic surgery because you want it all natural. Pick, choose a fucking side. You can't do both. You can't hate on something and then like, like oogle and ogle at like the amazingness of it. Like, oh, wow, this girl's so fucking hot. Like, yeah, like she is fucking hot. She's absolutely fucking gorgeous, but realize that like that isn't real and you can't expect that from like average woman because one plastic surgery is expensive not everybody can fucking afford that shit like even if they can like you don't have the right to shit on that person like her value as a person um I last week I I heard this man say this and it really fucking pissed me off it's like oh like she has fake boobs though so what you like them so what what's gonna happen who cares like this obsession with like this perfect body is just so unnatural and infuriating to me. End of rant. I'm I'm done for a bit. I need to like sip yeah. some water. <laughs> Go back. just really quick, just while it's fresh in my head. So yeah, like I think that's one thing is I want to just flat out say that men can be so dumb sometimes, but it's true. Like it's I think with um with body types that they think are natural. You can say the same thing about men thinking, oh, like I love a girl who has like natural makeup. And I'm like, babe, there's primer, there's foundation. It's set all over. And like, it's, um, yeah, I'm like, you can't like, you can't think, oh my God. Yeah, like, it's just so annoying like that they, um, there's just this idea mostly perpetuated by men like that, like, they're like, even with the boob conversation, like, oh, you love fake boobs, like when you can sexualize them and like when you can look at them and when you're hooking up with a girl who has them for one night, but it changes your view if you were looking at a woman seriously to be with, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, all of a sudden her value as a person or like her her chance of being with you like lessens because of that. Like, yeah, like that just doesn't make sense. Like it's 100% frustrating in that sense, just where, let people do what they want to do like and yeah oh my god that pisses me off just like so much too like it's just such a double standard like and also like women aren't doing this like for men like they're not doing it for anyone but themselves but I totally um agree with Kiki where like especially if you are a celebrity with a platform for instance like the Kardashians don't act like you just worked out and you got that body and like you're telling a huge demographic of just young women that look up to you like you're giving them this unrealistic idea it's like no you work out but you also got like injections and you got implants and you also have a personal chef at your home that makes you like nutrition balanced like meals and like you can afford it like yeah like you're it's just so many more like resources and access versus like the life of a normal woman like us where it's like okay the best I can do is meal prep like I don't know, some chicken breast and like rice with veggies and then try and make it to the gym, like in like the middle of my work week or something. So yeah, it's just so, yeah. Or the sugar bear vitamins. (laughs) Bitch, you have a wig on. Stop. Like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Those inches are not yours. And I still bought them and they didn't (laughs) fit for me. Like any any celebrity endorsed products, I refuse to buy. Like it is oh, a principle thing no. for me. No, I I like first of all, like anything like a celebrity would put its name on. Like I I just don't trust their opinion. Like I I'm like I'm not like th- this person is 
popular for what like singing like why should I why should I buy your makeup products like no offense to Selena Gomez or like uh Millie Bobby Brown but like I I I don't I don't want to buy your products like don't I don't get me started I worked at Ulta so like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't buy celebrity makeup or skincare trust me on I that won't. one don't I ever won't. get that and they're not like, putting their effort into it so sorry um they're not putting their like effort into it like I sometimes I'll like support some youtubers that like I like love and follow like simply nail logical she has her own nail polish line I love that girl like I will like give my money to her but like I trust her opinion and I trust her as a person and I just don't have that kind of relationship with celebrities yeah I like just automatically think of when Kendall Jenner like did the proactive ad or something and I'm like girl you literally I'm like I know that every week you probably get like a laser skin treatment done that costs you three thousand dollars and like that's why your skin looks perfect like it's not proactive like and same thing with like Selena Gomez and Millie Bobby Brown I'm like you guys have had access to like the best beauty treatment to like preserve your skin and like and yeah like your makeup isn't going to do that like for every person like because it's just yeah I want to see someone else like yeah not at all remember when Millie Bobby Brown like promoted it on her Instagram live and she didn't even she like pretended to put the product in her hand and wash her face and she didn't have anything yeah (laughs) it's just like yeah I don't want to see you in your ads like promoting your product like if it really worked you would show normal people using like normal everyday people with different types of skin using your product not just you yourself where you've got it's a facade like it's just fake like it's not yeah and it creates false beauty standards it creates like false things for most importantly young women like that will latch on or young girls I should say like thinking about teenagers and like I don't know, 12 year olds have phones now, you know what I mean? So just, yeah, it can do a lot of damage, I think, like, versus doing good. And they fake their ads like, oh, sorry, but they fake their ads like, we're not all Gen Z and we know that they're faking it, like, with the, what is it, the, when they're, I don't know, I really don't know how to, when they're photoshopping, we know the curves like well, who who are you fooling but sorry Kiki what are you gonna say oh no I think um <laughs> this is an awful big generalization but I think almost every single problem that we have in this country is linked back to capitalism it's linked back to like making money it's linked back to not giving a shit about people it's all about pushing something to make money whether that's celebrity whether that's like this new fitness thing whether that's fit tea where like makeup like whatever it is like false advertising um everything like our insecurities like all of that like it's be I think it's because like we need like it's just everything is run by money and if like every one of our like problems is like kind of um created like no one like cared about a lot of the problems that we have today until someone made it like society just changes and what whoever has power with it like money like money is power in our country the more money you have like the more power that you have you can literally buy ads to like push an agenda you can like have um youtubers or like celebrities like i i'll pay like charlie 
D'Amelio or whatever. I think that's her name. Um, like money to like promote a product and she'll do it because it's money. And th- that's that's the root of like everything. It's just money. Like plastic surgery, money. Like everything is just money related. And going off what you're saying about like the people who are running stuff, you know who's making these beauty standards? Men. White men. And it's that's white what- old men. Like, oh, oh my God, I read this thing the other day. I'm not sure if it's true, so don't quote me on this. But it was like, <laughs> like um, Bush, like uh, like down there Bush and like incense, not, not incense, incense. In- what is, when you have sex with your brother? Oh, incest. Incest. <laughs> those like, those are literally made up because of like this white rich man in like LA that had like a fetish for this and like it just made it like this whole porn thing and now it's a joke with like stepbrother like stepbrother oh, and like uh, stepsister or like etc and like it's it, it wasn't normal like someone created that like someone literally with money was like I'm gonna give money to a like porn people and they're gonna make this category and and it's just insane because it like it changed so much and like you have all these jokes you have all these like things now related to incest or like um or even like bush like the fact that like it didn't like exist before wait like bush like pubic hair bu- yes bush like pubic oh, okay. hair I thought um, you were talking about George Bush for a second <laughs> I thought that too in the beginning <laughs> yeah I was like let's just see how this unravels yeah but no I was just saying like just money money in this country just controls so much and who controls most of the money it's rich white men Mm. I think that goes back to like what you were saying too as far as we were talking about if companies um base their hiring process like off of like morals and ideals like how much safer that company would feel for all like just you know as far as diversity naturally coming there whether we're talking about like ethnicity or sexuality or even like religion like yeah, like we as not as a society, I think that there are a lot of people who want to lead with like the right moral step, like, but you can't because money does control everything you if you have money, you have power, if you have money, you're in the room first, like, and you can persuade the conversation, you can, yeah, like literally change a market. Like I remember Tara, she was not kidding when she said like she would work at Ulta. And she's like, I just knew there was a new TikTok trend or something because just like, 14, 15 year old girls would run in the store and ask me about this one like Mario Badescu product or like this one like ordinary skincare product. And it's just because someone like Charlie D'Amelio, whether she was sponsored or not, like basically put it in a video and it just, yeah, it can completely change and influence. Yeah. Everything. I I hate um, TikTok. (laughs) That's a different story. (laughs) I had a viral TikTok. Um, it got like a 1.2 million views or some shit. With the knives? It was just. I didn't no, know we had knife. a celebrity. That was a good one, though. <laughs> that was a good TikTok. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, the knife one got taken down because it um, uh, messed up their guidelines or something. Guess I wasn't supposed to have weapons and self defense weapons in a video, but whatever. That one was blowing up. It sucked. That was that it got so taken good. Out. So funny. <laughs> um, but it was me trying this Revlon like oil royal roller because I'm like a greasy bitch like if you put me in a dark room and then flashed a flashlight on me I would light up the entire room like I'm I'm really greasy so I was like ooh, like my I mean like right now like you can see like the shine right 
so I got this like Revlon thing and I was like I'm just gonna try it I was like 12 o'clock at night and then like I like used it and then I posted it and it blew up and it like the the Amazon like sold out like they like is me like me in my fucking kitchen like <laughs> like made something like sell out which is kind of crazy to say and I'm a stupid bitch for not making an associate link and then making like put it on my whatever and then gotten cash from it so I literally got nothing from that but um besides clout I guess yeah <laughs> the real payoff all that matters not doesn't matter though because what's power money and I didn't get that money <laughs> um um but like it sold out so like social media and especially tiktok like i wish i could is tiktok like a publicly traded company because i should put stock into it if it if it is because it it really controls the music market now like if there's a sound like and it goes big and it's viral like this uh the spotify and the apple music like um playing is like off the charts like sponsored posts like diff separate like trends that they're making um I think there was one, there was a huge trend with a curly haired like woman and uh, a special curly haired product. So, and then there was a trend and it like became a big thing. And I'm sure people like bought this curly haired product because of like this trend. So social media like definitely plays a big part, especially TikTok in terms of selling. Um, but I also hate more than anything the the change to Instagram adding the store like I after that I really haven't gone on Instagram because it just pisses me off because it's like is this are we supposed to look at pictures or like are you just trying to sell me things that's enough but speaking about your skincare um I used to have really oily skin and how I got it to more combo is you want to fight oil with oil so you want to add more like serums and that kind of helps it because when you're stripping the oil it actually your body is producing more more a little skincare thing but uh (laughs) I used to hate my oily skin but then I realized I'm like I'm oily skin is good in the future like for rest of the wrinkles because your your skin is like always moisturized technically so like you're never gonna like you're it's less likely that you'll have like wrinkles in the future it'll take longer so I'm, I'm grateful for that too Finding the little silver linings in life is like really the is how to like make your life livable. That honestly helps with the I feel like making beauty standards not really a thing, just finding the positives about every part of you. And I think you start to care less and less about what's going on, I guess, on social media, because I feel like it's or the magazines, if people even read magazines anymore. But like the more you look at the upside and the positives to yourself, the better or the easier it is. I feel like you're going through life. Oh, yeah. And also the moment you stop caring about what other people think that I think was the like a pivotal point in my life when like I realized that I'm never going to make everybody happy in my life. Might as well be myself and be who I am and upset some people but surround myself with people that appreciate me for who I am and are in my life and know who I am rather than be this fake person. And then like maybe make an X amount of people happy. After I learned that my life has gotten so much better and I've been so much, like much happier. Kind of why I stayed quiet during the whole body positivity conversation, because I reached a point where I can, I can give two shits about what anybody thinks about me. 
I've always been kind of like an average size. So that wasn't really a problem as far as I see people with thick girls on Instagram. I don't care. Two skinny girls. I don't care. I just worry about myself. I'm like a man or whoever is going to like me for me. Doesn't really matter if my ass is fat. He'll know my ass is flat. Before when he <laughs> leaves me. So there's no surprises there. So it's either you like me or you don't. I gained my weight and all that other stuff. So at the end of the day, all of this, even like with double standards, body positivity, how you view yourself is the only thing that matters. Your confidence exudes. If people feel that you're confident, they'll look at you in a different way. And I've been trying to tell my friends, self-love is the best love ever. Um, if you don't feel like you love yourself, people can feel that off of you. And they're like, okay, well, she doesn't like herself. Like, I can play with her or I can do whatever to her. Um, so definitely confidence is key. No matter if nobody in that room looks like you, as long as you know that you're representing a different community of people that couldn't be in that room, you're doing what you have to be doing to be successful and successful, not just like money-wise, just like positivity-wise in yourself. I love that. Oh my God. That was yeah. a great little statement to end up the beauty standards, but I want to say what double standards piss you guys off? Like what is just, just uh, so annoying for me like I'm I'm a working like corporate girl um and for me and I'm also I have a pretty strong personality and the difference between bossy and leader um really makes me mad because when I tell people to do something or like this is not necessarily like right now because I'm like I mean it I just started my career, so I'm not bossing around anybody, but like, at least like when um, I was in college, like I was VP several times and then president for a couple of things. So like, it, especially bossing around, bossing around, um, being like VP and like having men like under me um, and the when you like tell people how to do things or you're telling someone how to do things, like when women do it, it's seen as bossy but like when men do it they see them as a leader and that really makes me mad because there's no difference in what we're doing it's just I'm a woman and you're a man when that's that's the only thing and I feel like there's a bunch of those like in in like the working like environment of like when a man does it it's this but when a woman does it she's like moody or like etc or oh she's like if I'm being strict or like being to the point and like saying no um am I being um you know authoritative or am I just being moody or like oh she must be on her period or she must be PMSing and like that really pisses me the fuck off yeah I think the PMS comment is like Oh, I will cringe so hard every time that sets me and most likely will tune you out afterwards. Like, I'm like, wow, I really don't need to hear anything from you. Cause like just your idea of stuff, like, yeah. I'm like, I know that's where you're like starting off. So I doubt like our conversation will go well, but yeah, like, I think that's so true. Like not just aside from like being seen as like a bitch versus like, oh, this woman knows what she wants and she's asking for it and telling you like how to get it. But, um, especially I think over the past, I think in general, I should say, like, I feel like if I say something, the chances of like a man being like, oh, actually, like, I didn't know that, like, 
would never happen like it would just become some kind of like mansplaining conversation or just like always one upping and it's like I promise like you might actually be able to learn something from me and like they just I feel like it's less likely to be believed or like seen as truthful coming out of my mouth as a woman and like I don't know at least I think over the past four years like I'm I'm very political I like I like talking about all that stuff I can kind of go on tangents about it and I've found myself like over the past four years especially regarding like things with Trump or just like whether it be the Black Lives Matter movement or all of that stuff like I found myself in being the only woman I think in a room full of men and like I would just be like not dismissed but immediately be labeled as oh you're getting too emotional about this or like oh you're doing too like it's you know you're getting it's just too much like you're getting too not just emotional but like you're getting too loud you're getting too like passionate too much yeah too passionate when that's the right word I'm like I'm yeah I'm like I'm being passionate because it's something I'm caring about and like you guys aren't listening I'm like I find myself I feel like I always have to repeat myself as a woman I always have to like re-clarify because it's never taken seriously like the first time that it's said and like yeah I find that happening just with normal conversation but like definitely in the workplace but for sure like just talking about regular stuff. Like, I feel like I'm constantly questioned about the validity of what I'm saying because it's like, oh, where'd you get that from? Are you sure that's like, is that a fact? And I'm like, yeah, like, why, why can't it be? Like, why are you questioning me? And then the guy standing next to me just said something that was like a statistic, but you just took that like immediately. Like, I'm like, you didn't question that at all. So yeah, I find that to be so prevalent still, like just where women are, second guest all the time like yeah um I the example I was thinking about when you were talking about is astrology um astrology is seen as like this feminine like woman thing that women like love and like men just uh, like shit on it like just um I yeah sure it's not peer-reviewed from like a science like whatever but you scream at a tv for sports every weekend get over yourself like astrology is about self-help and like making you like aware about your things or even if it's just an interest and you don't believe in it like I love astrology like do I think it's like 100% legit and like perfect and is like whatever no I don't know but like who am I to stop someone's like interest or like shit on someone based on what they like and I the reason why I think it like gets shit on by men is because it's it's done by woman like it, it's 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 like predominantly like female thing and um and the moment that you do what well like not a double standard but like a maybe a double standard I don't really know that like what double standard means I think right now but um like when there's a woman and there's like a woman hobby when men try to like adopt it or like try it out they're always always like praised always praised it's like wow like you think you like astrology or like, wow, you know, like about skincare, like, or etc. But the moment that like a, 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 like, let's take example, sports or video games or um, cars or um, anything like geared towards male, like when a woman like goes into that field or like tries to go into that field, they are automatically always tested, always like, 
oh, you play uh, CSGO, like, what's your rank? Or like, oh, I bet you like use like an odd, like whatever, et cetera. Or like, oh, um, you like football? Name every football player that's ever played in the entire history of the game. Um, just ridiculous requests. Like, why do you have to, why do women have to prove what like what they find interesting like it doesn't matter like it, you don't have to be experts on everything that you like like it's okay to just enjoy something and not have to be quizzed on it um and it just infuriates me because it's it's not the same way other ways and I, like imagine if like uh, when a guy like takes interest in skincare you're like oh like do you know what AHA and BHA does for your skin didn't think so and or like you know we don't woman explain things to them like whenever men try to like get into like women things they're always praised and like we always try to help them out and it's never the it's never like that the other way around never I feel like it's because like they're seeing it as oh I'm dominating a space that isn't mine like they're like you know it's like having control of another thing like that was just for women let's say but then yeah when a woman like is possibly like interested in not just interested they're like staying in lane yeah, like, or even just knows equally, if not more about, let's say a sports team or cars or anime or like all of those things. I'm like, it's immediately like they're tested or like, it's like a challenge like to men's masculinity. And it's like, dude, you're not becoming any less of a fan by me liking this too. Like there's room for everyone. Like, yeah, I just think it's masculinity being challenged. Like they just, it's all about domination. It's all about being the best. Like, yeah, it's just not doesn't make it it's kind of territorial like territorial yeah. in many ways and it's 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 low like not high key ridiculous like also like coming from like a woman in like the tech field like it's predominantly men and like I get questioned about my skills all the time and like not necessarily from like random strangers like people that I know like a couple of like months ago um I was on discord like playing some video game and then I'm in like a different area of like tech than like these people but like they questioned my abilities because I'm just like different but like what I want for my life is not your problem and it's not your business like what I want to do with my life is my own choice and you are not the gatekeeper for anything really you're you're just not you're just a person like I can do whatever the fuck I want with my life and you will have nothing to say with it and I think it's just like them losing that territory and them losing that power that they're afraid of. Yeah, exactly. Also stems from insecurity. Like, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And like, I, I think it's even more intimidating when they're like, Oh, like you're not intimidated by me questioning you or like, like when it kind of like goes wrong for them. Like, I just think that, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, at least in my like opinion, like, cause I'm like, how else did you think this is going to go? Like, I'm not like, I just hate where it's like this whole like schoolgirl mentality that men have sometimes where it's like, oh, you're only liking this. Or you're only pretending to like this for X, Y, and Z reasons. And it's like, no, like I'm just a human, like you said, and I just have my own interests and like, I'm just doing this for myself. Like it just so happens we're crossing paths or I'm like going into your lane as like Tara said, and like, you're the one who's mad about it. Like you're the one who has a problem with it. Like it's, and so therefore that's for you to deal with. It's just like annoying that it's an obstacle we have to deal with, like as someone who's just confident and comfortable, like in their interests and knows their skills and knows like that they know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Why do we have I to have justify to everything? Just a teeny bit. Um, from my experiences, um, and I'm not going to discredit your like your experiences at all. Um, but the astrology thing, I don't think men, from what I see and my friends I talk to and like Twitter, I shouldn't even freaking cite Twitter. But like, I think when we talk about astrology, it's more so girls are some girls, some are equating actions to being a sign. So they won't be like, oh, this is because like, they'll say, oh, you dropped that. It's because you're an Aquarius or you did this because you're a Libra. Like that I think is what is making the whole thing get like twisted because people are automatically just assuming, oh, you're acting that way because you're this and that. And it's like, you can't do that either. Like I get the whole astrology thing. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care. I'm a Libra, I'm whatever. But I think it's more so guys just saying, like getting annoyed. I have a, a guy best friend. He gets annoyed when girls are like, what did you do today? Oh, I slept and read. Oh, did that because you're an Aquarius. Like what? Like that is when I see what they're talking about. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, she's bugging. Like, come, wh- why does that mean that? Like just that part I get. I as agree with that. Yeah, the, I agree yeah, with I that agree too. too. Yeah. People go I think yeah. that's the way yeah. too with too much. Yeah, like they go kind of <laughs> too in deep and they start to equate too many things that make no sense. Like I could just want to sleep because I'm sleepy, yeah. <laughs> not because I'm this and that and the other. But that is me... what I see most of the time when I see the astrology argument. What? I was going to say, let me counter um, yeah. by saying those girls are not like every girl out there like no matter like what yeah yeah, of course not like no matter what you go into there's going to be extremists there's going to be people at the top of the list and the bottom of the list and people in the in the middle which are the majority but you can't always look at the extremists and then discredit like everybody else who is like using it in a different way like making like using zodiacs to stereotype is not a good thing but like if you like truly go into and look look at your chart and then look at like the perfect time to like start a new career or like start like something new in your life like that's completely different than like invalidating someone's individuality just based on like their sun sign like oh you you Aries you fucking hothead like must have known like or like I won't never I mean I say this but like I've, I've somehow only dated Pisces men in the past and it's not worked out. So like, now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't like date another Pisces men, but I'm like, it's just the fucking sign. Like, why does it matter? <laughs> but like, it's still like, I, I still like, I, I'm thinking of it, but. Um, oh no, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree Oh, but like what I also, I, Dottie, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike them, but I really feel bad for pick me girls. Like girls that, thrive on male validation than just have like this like internalized (laughs) internalized um misogyny in them and this is like coming from someone that like has been there before too because like I think every also like every woman out there like goes to this phase of like being internally like misogynistic for themselves like oh like I'm not as beautiful because I don't have fat titties or like I um (laughs) I'm like uh, uh like I'm I'm like I'm more beautiful than this person because like I'm not wearing any makeup like I'm all natural like I don't like I'm better than her because I'm natural like are you or like do you just think you are because that's what men think and you're letting that like control your life and 
I I just wish for like even like women like like 23 plus years old like still struggle with like internalized misogyny and um I don't but it's it's so tough because you can't like shake it out of someone like they have to go through that journey themselves to like truly like realize how wrong they were um to like base everything off of like how men see and validate women yeah I coming from a I guess an ex pick me girl huge pick me girl in high school I might say and I think for me now looking back at my experiences I think like I truly thought I was ugly and undesirable and I think like for me when I was like pick me pick me I think I would like show flaws of others to have guys like me and now I don't know I don't I can't even like pinpoint what happened to me for me to shift it but now I'm like pro women like fuck men like women gotta stick together and now like kind of looking on the outside like because I guess when you're in it and you're like all the pick me like you don't really notice but when you look in you're like oh my god like fucking like it's so cringy and it's like do you hate yourself like now looking like in the outside in it's like I really must have hated myself because the things like I used to be like a housewife is what women should do. Why the why the fuck did we have to have the women's movement? Like I could have been sitting on my ass, just cooking and cleaning. And now I'm like, hell no, do I want to do that? Like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Why did I think that men would like that? Like, that's so disgusting, honestly. No shame for the people that do want to be housewives, but like, do not discredit the women's movement no (laughs) you're gonna get men's attention because you're an idiot because if you I put my ass back in the 50s I don't think I'm gonna really like that Tara can I make a guess to like probably like what made you change well at least this is what happened to me um I think getting solid group of women friends is what really turned me and made me realize that like I I'm not batshit crazy but I'm like that the way I was thinking is just like not normal like it's it's just uh like surrounding yourself with women that aren't afraid to be who they are and like push you to be who you are and embrace you for who you are is really what made me realize that like like there's no reason for me to seek male validation and but it does take you a while for it takes women just in general like a while to get there to even do that for other people so it's it is like a chain reaction in my opinion but it is difficult to get there because it's not something that you can just be born with at least with the way that we were raised in with at least in my culture right because like my parents were arranged marriage like the roles of like house my mom like never worked a day in her life in like terms of like a job but like she's been a housewife and like gender roles are huge in my culture and it's very normal for that so like I grew up with that so it took me a long time to disassociate myself with that and then acknowledge that like I am an individual and my value as a woman is not me being a wife 
And it's not me being a mother. It's me just being a human and being existing and providing the value that I can to our society as much as I possibly can. And what you want to do with your life is completely up to you. And if you want to be a mother and you want to have kids and that's your true purpose, then more power to you. But also if you don't want kids and you don't want like that wife, white picket fence, that's completely okay too. Yeah, like it doesn't And you hit it right you... on the head with me, Kiki, now thinking about it. <laughs> but... And honestly, like, like being in a sorority, I think, like, definitely helped me, like, at least with, like, my pledge sisters and, like, um, like, having the powerful influences of, like, their personalities really helped me out as well. well Becca, what were you going to say? Yeah, I just, um, I don't know, just hearing the sorority thing, then it, like, made my brain go somewhere else, because I, like, definitely didn't have that experience. I, like, went to a community college and all that stuff, and, like, I don't know, I think for me personally, I think, um, I think at least with, like, me and Tara, like, because we went to the same high school, I think we can just say that being there for, like, those four years definitely gave us this like wrong impression of what the actual like real world is like like when I went to college and like even if I didn't become close friends with like all these other girls that I would see like I saw individuality like I saw like people dressing how they wanted I saw people speaking how they wanted but specifically women and like and even though society like way back when, but it's gotten better now, but like usually still does perpetuate this idea that like the woman stays at home and like the man is the breadwinner, like a hundred percent, the people you surround yourself with personally will completely change that. Like, you know, so whether we're talking about like the ideals that our parents taught us or um, just the possibilities that our parents let us know is there, but then actually seeing other women doing it makes you realize that like you can actually it's attainable you know and like you can actually um like Kiki said like if you want to if your goal in life or what you feel like will make you a successful woman like is having a family and being a wife and being supportive to your husband and taking care of your kids then beautiful as long as that's what you think is like your highest form of success but just because you aren't let's say a woman like I feel like it's like, um, just, I think every woman has been like, oh God, like we see it in movies all the time. Like I'm 30 and like, I don't have a serious boyfriend and like, you know, all of that stuff. And meanwhile, she's like doing really well at her job and like, she's got her own money and she's put together, but then like, you'll see her family just be like, so, you know, when am I getting grandkids or when am I getting this? And like, just all this unnecessary pressure, like, and just false idea that like, in order for a woman to be successful, she has to have like a steady relationship and a good, like wealthy, successful man on her arm, like, and is starting a family. And like, I feel like that's when people think the complete image is like done, like, and is, yeah, like is said and done, like when in reality, it's like, no, like just, it goes back to, again, like individually, like what you see for yourself. Like, as long as you see yourself being successful and what you're doing is fits that definition, like then you're good. But that is like, goes back to that whole journey. Like you, and back to what we were saying before, like where the second we stopped, like giving a shit about what other people thought, I think we've all agreed that we've grown in different ways. Like, yeah, like you really do just have to like swallow that pill of everyone's always going to have an opinion. Like someone's always going to have an opinion and you are not always going to be 
like the definition of like this perfect woman to every man that you meet. Like there's always going to be someone that doesn't like something about you. So like the second you realize you don't have to please everyone, like, and you are just doing things for yourself. Like, of course, like, I think it's just, I think, especially as a woman, that's like the happiest way that you can live possibly like is just do things for yourself and the right people will then surround you because they'll support that they'll like going back to the whole confidence like that Sydney was talking about like you will attract the people that like should be in your circle and like that share those same morals and ideals just by exuding that yourself like versus then being in a group where they have all of these like negative things to say or like question like your choices and just yeah yeah and then also last thing um I know that we've been talking about like double standards but this might also start a tangent I don't know but like I think it's so annoying as well like just where men can be sexual and of course it's like oh yeah like you're getting all the girls oh my god amazing and then now when a woman's just embracing her sexuality not even talking about being like sexually active like I'm just talking about like a woman who knows that she's hot and is showing it off, but then they're immediately objectified. They're immediately sexualized. And it's like, or immediately people have an opinion, like even just reading all this stuff about Lori Harvey, like with Michael B. Jordan and how Boosie or whatever, I don't even know how to say his name. That's how irrelevant he is. But like him having an opinion, like he's made like six or seven videos saying like, oh, how passed around she is. And like, meanwhile, Lori hasn't even acknowledged him, which says it all. Like, she's like, who are you? But I think that is such a perfect, like perfect example of like, what do you mean passed around? I'm like, she's only been in like lengthy relationships with different men. I'm like, maybe she's kind of seeing what she likes and that's kind of how relationships work. Like, but then you can have a guy have 16 different girls on his arm in a matter of three weeks and no one says anything about it. Like, and I understand where that comes from. Like, I know like the history and just what women have gone through. Like, we know why people have those opinions. I think it's just annoying in this day and age, like that we still have to hear that BS. Like, yeah, and I can go so many routes with that. I'm like, whether we're talking about women having like an OnlyFans and men giving their two cents, but then I'm also like, you guys still watch porn and you jack off with your left hand, but then you point and judge with your right hand like that I'm like you guys are creating the market that you're criticizing like it just doesn't and then yeah like going back to the whole plastic surgery I'm like you're judging a woman that you see on Instagram who's confident in her body and she's posting a picture in a bikini and you want to say that she's a slut or she's all these kinds of things or she's overexposing herself but we know if that woman looked in your direction you'd probably get a little too excited down there like you know what I mean like it's just like I don't have time for that. Like that really, I'm like, I don't even want to have a conversation with you about it. I'm like, because the double standard to me, I think is just impossibly measured. Like it's too much for me to handle. Yeah. Talking about like going back, like with sex, like for me, it's always like guys are always like, Oh, the virgin curse. Like when you lose your virginity, like you're obsessed. And, but like for guys, it's always like, Oh, like I want to get rid of it. Like as fast I want to, I had that mentality like I wanted to get it over with as soon as possible so I could start the real I was gonna say the curse for but having some good sex 
I just wanted to get it over with. I didn't care. I'm not going to tell my story because my family, but I had no attachment whatsoever to this man. And people like sometimes want to like look down at me like, that's how you lost your virginity. Like you didn't care about this person. But for me, like I thought it was empowering because I didn't let this man have that power over me that he took my V card uh, thank you. You got it over with for me so I can experience some more men like that. And I think it's liberating. Like, I don't think the whole virginity thing, like some people can love that person and they want it to be special. Other people don't give a shit. And I think it's okay for women not to give a shit. hundred percent. And even just that, hate. like, even just that phrase of like, oh, he took my virginity or like I gave it to you, homeboy. Like, yeah, <laughs> didn't take I'm shit. like this was this was a two way conversation. Like <laughs> I'm like you didn't take anything. Like I hate that it all of a sudden impurifies like the woman and then the man. All of a sudden it's like he's got another notch in his belt. Like oh you took her V card, dude. Like you're the man for that. Versus oh you're not a virgin anymore. Like yikes. Like you know like ugh. Just want to say that virginity is completely fucking made up and it's like not even a thing. So end of story for me. <laughs> That's all I have to contribute to this conversation. But like, oh my God. Yeah. I think we all muted for a hot second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, I think that's an easy one. You yeah. know, another double standard for me is like, I like to go to the gym. I want to be strong. The whole reason why I started going to the gym is that if I needed to, I could kick someone's fucking ass because I was always very skinny. And I also, going back to beauty standards, I hated being so skinny and I couldn't gain weight by eating. So I was like, I think going the gym route is how I'm going to gain my weight. So that's what I did. But I was in the gym and I'm rearranging the bench so I could do my hip thrusters. And every time I pick up the bench and I'm trying to move it, a man always comes up to me saying, I got that for you. And I'm, I take the headphones off. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I hate, like, don't think I'm weak. Like, because I'm a woman, I'm weak and I can't pick up this fucking bench. Like if I need help, I'll ask. Don't assume that because I'm a woman, I need you to pick up my weights for me. I hate that shit that men just think women are weak. You're either probably be half the boys up in the gym. Ask what uh, toxic masculinity and uh, that can do for you. And because I, I'll be like, oh my God, like, can you help me? Cause I'm just too fucking lazy to do it myself. Like <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I want to do whatever, but like to prove that I can do it. But like, and other times I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do need help. Like I'll pretend to be like, I need like the damsel in distress to get men to do shit for me. Absolutely. I feel like, cause like, cause they're that 60% predictable. Women are faking it. We're just doing it because we know that we can get you to do it for us. So don't exactly. think that we're weak. We're, we know what we're doing. Like. That's so, funny. so I saw this like thing about like uh, going on dates and like how like you know men are supposed to like give whatever and like me being the person I am I've always like been like no let's split it like I'll pay for it or whatever like just because like I want to prove that like I can provide for myself but then I realized I'm like why why am I trying to prove prove this to this man like I, I'm not going to make any changes by doing this like you ask me on the date, like you are trying to get with me and not the other way around. You can pay for it. And like, like literally though, cause I'm like, in every way, shape or form, we are so, so forced to like 
not like um i mean obviously like no one is like pushing you to like get your nails done or whatever just but the general cost of like being a woman is just expensive like the pink tax is very real it's literally been proven like no one can say that it doesn't exist it exists so like um uh like you you have that and we have to pay for everything and like for this date like what i did my hair like i did all this like i prepped all of it and you like put on a shirt and like you're ready to go like the amount of like i i'm literally like walking like 500 dollars right now probably some shit like that like you can pay for like a 50 dollar dinner and after that i'm like you know what if a guy is asking me out i'm gonna i'm gonna let him pay for it <laughs> yeah no um that makes me think of so i like recently um started dating someone like four months ago yeah he's yeah he's my boyfriend I don't know why I didn't just say that but he told me this really funny story he's abroad in hey actually and he was like out with like a group of people like and there was just this one girl like who was there and he was like kind of like vibing with her but not even in that way like he was just telling me how he was like oh like I'll get your first drink or something like just as like I got you or whatever and he said like her mood did a 180 and she was like I can buy my own drink like I don't need your money I don't need this I don't need whatever and like I'm like girl like no one's questioning that like by him offering you and like he is not that he's refused to let me pay for stuff like in the beginning it was so nice because it was like whoa like I actually have a guy who's like no I'm gonna take you out and I like kind of needed to step back a little bit and just be like okay like this doesn't make me any less independent or financially like independent or all of that stuff. Like if I just let this guy who's offering like to me, like to take me out, like to do that, you know? No, I definitely agree with the whole thing. I let a man, if he wants to take me out and pay for my stuff, go ahead. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm not gonna, um... now one thing I won't do is ask for things, but if you want to offer, Oh, go ahead. Like, I, I don't care about that type of stuff. Um, but I definitely agree with the whole dating thing, how women can, or not look, they look at as whores if they date multiple men, but men can do whatever they want. I think it's disgusting. I think we need to normalize dating is dating. You're not in a relationship. You can date around until you find that one person that you like, and it should be for men and women. It shouldn't matter. Like who, whoever wants to date whoever, who cares? It's their business, not mine. <laughs> they can do whatever they want as long as the guy I'm talking to knows that we aren't doing that. We're not dating other people. <laughs> it's just you and I, everybody else can do whatever they want to do. Um, with, with like that topic, um, I think I saw this, like there's this new like TikTok threat uh, thread where like they'll say something and then like this dramatic music like comes on and it's like oh like what about you it's like oh like men will call like women like whores for sleeping on the first date but who's she sleeping with <laughs> now men oh oh my and then there's this whole other thing about like men literally have sex to have male validation and or, or, or almost like oh my god all this is like changing my mind or like even like a woman can have like sex with 50 different people and she's seen as a whore but one person like a woman can have sex 50 times too with one person but it seemed like what there's still the same amount of sex it's just different people as long as it's consensual and it's like like safe who like there's no difference and like like this whole like loose skin like or like loose down there is just so 
it's a myth yeah one and like but like it's not applied like logically because if by that logic like the woman that's been with one person will have the same looseness as a one woman that slept with 50 people but so like what's the difference like it's just it's just uh it's just ridiculous like that this we even have to like talk about this and they just don't like realize how stupid their logic is and don't they not realize like don't you want us to have sex and experience it with other guys because that's how we're gonna get better like that's always the double yeah that's a double standard in itself where they're like they want a woman who's experienced and empowered in the bedroom but then they also want a woman who's never been touched before and is a freaking saint like it's not you can't have your cake and eat it like it doesn't it doesn't happen and like yeah the whole thing where like the guys are like, damn, like she let me hit the first date. And I'm like, you hit it the first date. I'm like, you, I'm like, you also gave yourself up on the you first no date. You can't have sex about two people. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, but again, of course it's like, oh man, like I made her give it up within whatever amount of time of meeting me. And then it's like, damn, like she gave it up and she only knew me for this. Or we only went out one night. Like it's literally the same phrase, but said in completely different tones when you're speaking in regards to the woman versus the man. Like, but yeah, like you said, like, I don't even know why we still have to talk about it now. And that's why, like, I'm like, you just know, though, too, based off like people's opinions or men's opinions, like on that. I'm like, I just know who to avoid and who to like, keep in my life, like based off that, like, it at least makes it easy in that sense for me where I'm like, all right, you're showing your true colors. And like, I know how you view women so like that's it like this isn't a double standard but like the fact that like girls finishing is always an afterthought and like <laughs> not not the starting to begin with like yeah like did you did you hit or did she hit you yeah True. someone told me recently <laughs> they were like if you didn't come during sex he just jerked off in you. That's not sex. <laughs> that is. Oh, once I heard that, that was that was fucking with my sex life. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you're like, yeah. But before we get into though. this, like, I'm like, just pay attention to me for a little bit, just a little bit, just mandatory. Yeah, yeah. but it's so true. I literally I like almost was like a sex- <laughs> I feel like that was in like a sex ed video or something. I saw like the woman. It's like this woman who's just like, um, she's got like this plush like version of just like a vagina and she's like so this is this area this is that area and I think she said that where she was like yeah actually like if you're not being stimulated like the guy is just kind of like jerking off inside you like that's it and I'm like that is ew I know and it makes it sound even more just you're just a large sex toy like that's literally that like walks and breathes and talks like a real life sex doll I hate that I don't like this I, I screw you whoever said this I you just ruined my entire fucking day <laughs> but I just want to say I think I think this is a great little thing to end on but I am so happy that make the men think about that you know forever men you better are make you doing tongue. your part men are you yeah. bringing things I'm to not the table? your pocket pussy ew <laughs> Tara <laughs> not like pretending like I didn't get my now boyfriend, but before he was my boyfriend, a pocket pussy for Christmas in high school. <laughs> oh, go like yeah, no, that's completely okay. Obviously, like sex toys are great. 
love it yeah I guess now I'm no you know never mind not going there but no um, (laughs) no stop this conversation right now yeah stopping myself but thank you guys for chatting with me I just want to say that you guys are more than welcome to come on mixed opinions whenever you feel the need to talk to the masses let me know open invitation for all of you Thanks, Tat. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Don't need no holder, taking control of this kind of moment. I'm locked and loaded, completely focused. My mind is open. All that you got's gonna scare.